When people ask, is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They, they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken snake gods and the Anunnaki and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, aka Deep Waters. You're ready. Ready. Buffalo. Buffalo. No, That's not. You gotta say hello, dude. You can't I don't just want get to. into the business, dude. Dude, I want to get into the. I, well, you gotta understand something about me. Dude, a couple nobody, things about this. Somebody doesn't know about foreplay here, dude. This Warn podcast. Them up. Today, Warn the podcast today is Brian. We should just call this Brian getting to the point, Brian. Because I'm about to, to fucking point. dish out crazy W's Brian. and dish out some education on Fauci, on on pharmaceuticals, on vaccines. I'm about to good, 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 and you're gonna be like this. <gasps> <laughs> and I'll tell you something else. If you like, do you like laughing? Yeah, I do. All right. Um, let's let's get into this. By the way, the let's get into your love Cinderella. of the black gay Cinderella. Well, the new Cinderella. Well, I, there's two, right? Well, no, this Did one, Disney this do two or is that yeah, an old one? No, nah, it's an old one. But this this one is you the love musical, the, power dance. the musical. You love that. Well, I just think that the fairy god, what is it? Fairy god Momo, whatever she says. Oh, dude, real quick. It's a man in a dress, very gay. I would love if you sing a little bit like you're in the movie Cinderella. Like, oh, I love it. I'm Cinderella. I wear glass slippers on my large feet. Yeah. Homosexual male cast as Cinderella's fairy godmother in an upcoming live action movie. Look, the guy's hilarious. I know Listen, this is. I know this is. How very, can you not look at that and be like, "I love that guy"? He's like, playing he's a female fucking entertaining in a classic shit. tale. It's great. Right? It's entertaining, right? I think it's fucking. But it's like, I, I you it. know, it just look, is what. It, if, if if it sells and and everybody here's loves the problem, it, and Brian, if he's really good. Individually, fuck it. if we isolate this by itself, honestly, I don't really care. No, but what it becomes is a consistent pattern of. Of cultural marks. You, you don't like having an agenda shoved down your throat is what's going on. Right. I, like, dude, I'm very particular. Like, let kids be kids. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I, I do this new joke about, like, I don't know why we care what the sexuality of our superheroes are. As long as they fight the crime, who gives a shit? Yeah, there's a there's a movement to make our mythology and our stories all inclusive, right? And so traditionally, they were always very masculine. Uh, uh, yeah, etc. But uh, but they were also created by very masculine people. They're also created by and men. it is a fairy godmother. I love it. I I just think it's hilarious. This guy seems hilarious and really talented. And if kids like it. Then I don't get, I mean, you got a man in a dress challenging all the gender norms. And the way I look at it is this, it's a bold move. I, I really love the, I love the move. I love that somebody went, what if it's a very gay black dude in a dress? You know, dude. And I'm it's, like, it's and I can see being in the room going, can we do that? Everybody going, fuck it. Let's try it. It's gutsy of Disney. It's pretty gutsy. So it's very interesting because when I was very young, dude, I mean, and this was like, I think early early either late 70s or early like we're talking like 79 or or late 80s or early 80s i would go to niagara falls to see my grandparents 
And my grandparents had a friend. His name was Jack. And Jack, I knew Jack was gay very early. And everybody else either didn't talk about it or truly didn't know he was gay. Mm -hmm. Because it was a different time. Mm -hmm. But I knew he was gay. I I could be like, that dude's gay. Yeah. Right. And one day I heard my parents, my grandparents and the aunts and uncles all talking about how someone had seen Jack in a gay bar. And they, I never saw Jack again. Oh. Right? Yeah. So it's like, at, at that early age, I, I understood there's different people. And I, I had friends. You've always I, been that way, man. You've always been inclusive. You'd right, be right, people. right. So I don't have a problem with that guy being gay. You know, it just, it, it just fits into this thing where like, Everything has to be an agenda. And it's like, individually, that's great. We watched it. He, he kills it in that. Yeah. But it's like, it just, I don't know, but, man. You know, it just I'm, seems I'm like war enough, all the time. Yeah, you and I are old enough, though, to remember when being gay was dangerous. And being gay was, yeah. was, was not just dangerous, but a major liability. You could get fired. You, you had to keep it a secret. You couldn't be in the military. All kinds of shit, right? You'd never get a job in corporate America. Imagine you if they couldn't. told you, dude, you take it in the butt. You can't die for your country. I'd be that's, like, that's dude. What, that's was the case. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. why David Geffen didn't endorse the Clintons because they, they, they said, the well, ask, David Geffen's don't a ask, scumbag. Don't ask, don't on. tell. Uh, I actually like him. I saw that video. I mean, that David Geffen. Oh, he was very impressive. Okay, we're not going to get into very how impressive. shady and disgusting that dude. Um, Move but, on. But, but, Moving but, but so, right so I Geffen, can't believe you. Of course you love so much power bottom lizard people. so much to charity man i i, yeah, I have no charity. problem with david geffen he, he, but but okay. forget all that forget all that we're gonna get into Kids other we're gonna get we're gonna get into other stuff Go we're gonna get into other oh stuff. yeah next week real quick memory hold coming on to the, to tell brian about uh next tuesday about pizzagate oh jesus i can't wait <laughs> yeah can't brian's wait. gonna get this his butt reamed in dude dude let me just do it by the time memory holds done with you you're going to be able to play a fucking gay fairy godmother on television too. <laughs> I hope so. Well, I remember when I, when I was a kid, we were in, I was, I went away to summer camp because my parents were overseas. So, um, they would send me to summer camp and, um, I, I, I remember I wasn't really an American, but I, I, I'm old enough to remember that it was always taboo to be gay. And there was a kid, I think his name was Joey. And I remember me and my buddies, he was so feminine. He was just, he was clearly i don't know if he was trans i don't know what it was but he was such a sweet feminine boy for and sure we and i remember just going we couldn't believe how we didn't know he was gay was he just like that when I was he just up. for us seemed like such a, a weak like a pansy right he we didn't know we, we weren't putting together we were young so we didn't we were kids we didn't know he was you know, this was something he was, which was very queeny or or uh, very feminine. Very. Did feminine. he end up coming out eventually? Oh, we don't know. He was so young, but I remember we used to like he cried because his parents weren't coming that day, and we just couldn't believe he cried. But he cried like he whimpered, like a, like he cried the way a quote unquote girl this? would. I do declare he was like that, <laughs> and I didn't know. I just thought he was being a fucking baby. I thought he was being a pussy. Right. And so I was a very sweet kid. I was, I, I, I cared about, him. I never would be mean to him, but I remember feeling like he was weak. And I, and I remember feeling like he was being, um, a little baby. And so I remember kind of like we teased him behind his back. I never said anything mean to him cause he was too sweet and too nice, but he was so fucking delicate that 
I, I remember, oh, I remember he was drinking from a water fountain and my buddy John Bridges hit him, like we were just hitting people with pillows. And John hit him in, in the back of the head, but he didn't mean to, he was just like, he kind of fucking hit them with the pillow, but his head, his face hit the water fountain. And it would be kind of, it was a little nudge and you'd be like, ah, come on, suck it, you know, walk it off. And he started crying. And I remember us kind of, I remember just me being like, hey, dude, stop being so fucking sensitive. You know, I didn't know, I didn't know how to deal with the fact that he was weak. I, it, it, yeah. it felt like he was, it felt like, I felt like he was being, yeah, the best word was weak as opposed to what he was, was just sensitive and he wasn't tough right, right. and he wasn't, he, that's not what he is. Right. And I didn't have anybody to, to help me with that. I didn't I have any, and his, I was always nice, right? And I, we all my friends were really nice. Of course, we felt bad that we hurt him, but we also knew that we didn't really hurt him. He was just, it was a pillow. Well, it's interesting that like children are like truth machines. Yeah, like they, are. they have not learned that, okay, maybe you don't need to tell them that because it's not either your job to say that or we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But also now, back then, if you were born like him or this fairy godmother, you had to just kind of, you were marginalized. Well, now if you're like that, they give you a parade. They're like, hey, right. But, be, Jimmy, but when I was growing up, you you didn't have a job. Like you, you would, if you were that way, you might get into somewhere in fashion in a low level. You were like a, maybe a seamster. You were doing whatever. You had to be in a very small niche. You lived in the Castro. Yeah. You, you know, it was only safe in very small pockets of the world. Right. 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 And you never really could do anything with yourself. I right. mean, if you were lucky and really talented, maybe you'd be like an Isaac. Do you know they say gay bars are like starting to like disappear slowly because because they don't need it because they're, they're like they can just go to straight yeah, bars now that's a good thing no 100 percent. and when i see that but where are the I, glory holes what, gonna what go? I, yeah <laughs> but when i see a, a fairy godmother like that i i and and now we're able to kind of a guy like that's able to really express himself over the top we'll all figure it out right we'll all find out we'll, right it's not right. gonna kill right. any of us right right i right. know it threatens people go this threatens the moral foundations if your foundation your moral foundations are that delicate right. you got a fucking problem well you know what, brian here's the whole thing it, it just becomes like if if we know this is going on and i believe it is going on this this kind of cultural marxism that i've talked about a lot it, it's unfortunate that something as fun and entertaining as that kind of falls under that and then you end up having your guard up yeah, and you start right. getting mad because i'm gonna right. be honest with you i had a negative reaction to that yeah before i watched but it I don't and then think i watched reaction it. your negative reaction was more that you feel like there's there are these gender nazis yeah that are out there well there's forcing... these groups trying to i think destroy us from within and get us all fighting over so now i have a reaction to that well, they're also saying that that men and women there's no difference between men and women biologically i have a problem with that yeah because, because it's not that's true. retarded it's also not true and it's not going to last those 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 gender extremists and that that you know the the people that are trans that are really extreme not that stuff never really lasts it, it th those people are already marginalizing themselves because they're totally unreasonable and they make being reasonable like saying there is a difference between men and women typically across the board if you look at the metadata between men and women biologically if you when you say that and that becomes cancelable that becomes a liability well you're making being reasonable and 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 you're making the fact that i'm saying two plus two is four yeah you're, you're making that a liability for me fuck you you're a bad person and you, now you're going to war with me and right. i think that's what we're reacting well, to well you know what is very interesting is that 
We we are now. Li- I forgot what I was going to say. It just went. That's because that's head. because you. It just can't disappeared in my thought. skull. You know, and I kept waiting for it to come back. What's what interesting gonna- right now is that because of the abortion thing that's going on, a lot of women are blaming men. So like the, the like I saw a, vid- a video clip of a Doja Cat. Who's like a music person, I guess. Yeah. Uh, just chanting <clears throat> at like a show, just saying like "fuck men, fuck all men" or something like that. Yeah. But it's just like the yeah, it becomes a war on men, and I really. Well, worry I mean, about let me that. just say something about a lot of these feminists. Like, you gotta realize that your your ability to say dumb shit like that is because a system was set up by men to allow you to say that. Yeah. And if all society crumbles, guess what that girl becomes? A fucking jizz sock, okay? <laughs> that is fucking draining nuts as I fight zombies, all right? You're a fucking jizz sock, okay? I'm just telling you, when shit hits the fan, you're jizz sock. So have fun with your stupid chant. But when fucking society crumbles, you're jizz sock. I'm just telling you. I mean, it's just- how, do you, how do you really feel? <laughs> I, I think at the end of the day, you know, it, uh, it's really true that feminism, individualism, liberalism, all these terms that we use, um, the abolition of slavery, all of those things happened under patriarchy, under the under the male dominated system, where the the conversation and the enlightenment, the, the scientific enlightenment, right. which was it started in the French Revolution, the American right, Revolution, right, the idea right, that right, hold right, on, right, right. you know, you can't say that you have blue blood. You're you're a noble royal, and that means you have blue blood, and you're just entitled to privilege. Right. Hold on, scientifically, that ain't making sense. We can't Especially find that see in a that lab. you all have. It's my uh, it's my joke about like Jews are like we're the chosen people. I'm like. There's like three of you in pro sports, okay? They're, you're not chosen anything, okay? You can't play. You, and it's all like backup pitcher. Well, the, the, the Enlightenment put, took all of those those religious norms and the great the great sort of chain of being like the the king was literally ordained by god yeah. and the, so he had absolute power all of that stuff was challenged by the enlightenment all of that stuff was challenged by the scientific revolutions of 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 the great the, you right. know, isaac newton right. and and, right. and francis bacon right. all these people who came along and said hold on haley who who could predict the movement of the planets and all of them went uh yeah wait i uh i'm galileo or i'm copernicus you guys are saying that the sun revolves around the earth actually i've got telescopes and mathematical data that proves that to be wrong oh and by the way if you disagree with me there's going to be a comet that's going to shoot across the sky and exactly 10 9 8 7 6 well and all of a sudden we were like holy fuck there is something called science. There's, there is something they started to unleash, unlock some of the secrets of the universe. And it really threw into total disrepair the idea that, well, who says you're a fucking no, but you don't just get land. Yeah. You can't just tax me until right. I'm living on right. one piece of bread right. because you have blue blood. Right. Running. And so all of that stuff, all of that stuff kind of threw everything in a good way up in the air and and and, and we we did knowledge become, is power but all dude. of that stuff was like to your point was set up by men be was, was set up by men where where women are and and the marginalized people of the world like slaves like black people like like people of color are now using the the intellectual architecture of oppression and and why oppression or marginalization is shitty that that was fought for that was initially be- begun if you looked at, at the history by a white male dominated p- 
patriarchy in the West. Right. And that's all I'm, that, that I'm right. not saying it's not, you know, and, and so that, that's what I'm trying to, I'm, I mean, like, I'm kind it's of a very, uh, who's the guy who used to own Vice that's super, con not conservative, but they said he started the Proud Boys and he really didn't. Oh, but. Gavin, uh, Gavin, uh, McGinnis. McGinnis, yeah. Yeah, he's great, yeah. right? I love they punches fucking Antifas like they'll fuck with him and go up and punch him right in the face. I love that. But he had a feminist on and they were debating, you know, feminism and what he wants. And he brought up some great points. It's like, you know, the patriarchy, all that stuff and the, the, the system. He's like, if you really hate that, you should hate Asians because they're really high up. But then he brought she he goes, what is the country where you think it's done best? And she was like. Scandinavia or something. He's like, they always say that. Yeah. Ran by white guys. <laughs> yeah. Ran by white people. Yeah. Right. And I don't, I don't get into that because like, I, I hate that we break up people into all these groups. Right. Me too. Instead of celebrating our differences, they've weaponized it. That's okay. Right. That's but right. it's like, well, that's you want to sit here and complain about the United States. Let's look at history of every country that's right. and what's going on with every country exactly. and compare it. Too and that you know and then it just becomes all this crap. But they're, they're historically illiterate. Like the, the 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 debates on slavery and the abolition of slavery began at you know in 1789. The the sugar plantations, the French uh, Caribbean sugar islands, where it was they would they import they they took out. I mean they took, they would bring black slaves, black people in slavery to those islands and the life expectancy was between three and 10 years, dude. It was so awful. And so the, the, the first island, Ile de, what the hell was it called? Was, was a French sugar plantation. And there was a slave revolt there. There was, a, um, uh, among black Africans. And it was the first, the abolitionist movement, the idea of eradicating slavery because it was an evil actually, I believe began in France and was made illegal by the French and then it was followed by the British. But you know, that was that was something that was argued for and had been argued for and had been very contentious. There were a lot of intellectuals, religious people, philosophers who said this is fucking an evil institution. It's not well, just I about mean, peasantry. Today, it's also about I mean, anybody we're talking about all the way in the back. Today, Africans are selling Africans in Libya. Human beings have always done terrible things to each other. It's not white. It's not black. It's 100%. But the narrative yeah. and all this stuff going on with like the, these, uh, these, uh, uh, you know, the boule, the black elites are like pushing this narrative on middle and lower class that, that gets them riled. And they just like, hey, man, it's just like Kamel Harris. It's so funny how slave owners, slave owners. Kamel Harris's family were literally slave owners. Literally. Not like figuratively. Literally slave owners. Literally. And they, they it, so it just doesn't, like, there's no, nobody has a golden rule. They just want to weaponize the reason they hate the other side. It's 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 probably always been this way. If you're a group, you're going to try to get influence, and and life's a fight, and you're going to try to control the narrative. And right. the one thing that I think is interesting is that no matter who you are, the, the the group that controls the narrative, the story that can come up with a good story that other people glean onto, I got great. <clears> they win. They you. win a lot of times. You know, and and it's going on always. It's always going on. You're you're you send me that uh, Kim Iverson's. Uh, Before we get into yeah. that, 
you know you're talking about stories yeah so yesterday so when i told joey diaz i was gonna have uh kids he's like dog you just gotta talk to them dog just tell them stories they don't know what the fuck you're talking about just tell them fucking stories right and like i just can't tell my old coke stories i can't be like daddy used to do blow and then blast inside your mom as she called me the n-word and that's how you get which is a true story okay but <laughs> The point is this, right? <laughs> so weird. It's so interesting. I love it. I, I, uh, so I got to tell them stories. So now I push my kids while I walk them and I tell them movie plots, but I put myself in the movie plot. I do that too. The other day I was like I telling see. them about how I won this karate tournament in high school because this group of dojo kids were like beating me up and I met this old Asian guy and he taught me how to learn karate by me basically doing work on his property and how I used technically an illegal kick to win the karate tournament, which was a crane kick. Right. But some reason they didn't call a foul. And then I told him about my dad who was Darth Vader and he was working for this other guy who was a real dick and I had to help them fucking basically take out this giant planet which was a Death Star because me and my friends were what they called Jedis and we were and I literally walked them for a half an hour talking out loud to my children as people were staring at me and they're like did that guy just say his dad was Darth Vader just walking through the fucking valley pushing my I kids. I made up an entire world for my kids called Nature Camp and it was about these these four kids that you know one was a shapeshifter and the other one <laughs> one was named Cub Swanson I, yeah. took, I stole the name uh, and and he was a Native American and and the rest of them were uh, Donnie and John and you know and Donnie and, and John and, and then there was me and I put myself in it and I, it was a magical camp and we would we would be tasked with crazy. Yeah. crazy uh you know and they were you had to worry about the chocolate shoals the chocolate shoals were these racist pools of chocolate oh. that were so delicious and you couldn't help you'd smell it and you'd eat it and then you'd you'd get sucked into the chocolate swamp and never be seen again and so when you went through the chocolate swirls you had to cover your you had to stuff your nose with stuff and you had to you see you couldn't smell and otherwise you would you would just be like go there and be my kids would be like they were so into that, right? I, I would tell them these incredible stories, and they still remember them. Or the um, Bandarlog, which was the the um, monkeys that would take you and bring you to the plains of nowhere, and they take you up <laughs> into the trees and bring it in his kingdom, and all this shit. And I would I came up with this incredible world, right? The thing is, dude, that they started watching Pixar and those movies. I can't compete with that shit, dude. Yeah, well, you're they not supposed interest. to. They were like, Dad. I, dude, I tried to read to my kids yesterday. They want nothing to do with it. They just want to watch Pajamables. That's you, all they want to do. I know. Do. How do you argue And I'm like, I, like, I have a lot of, and you're, you're much farther down the road. I have a real, like, guilt that I'm not going to do enough. Me too, man. And these kids are going to be fucking retards. And I'm yeah. just, and I don't mean that in the sense of special needs, but yeah. just dumb assholes. And I love them. I know they're not. Yeah. And I really do have a belief that you are on your path. Yeah. And you could just knock them off a little bit by trauma, like bad trauma. Sure. And that love, like love, even any love is just like helps them be who they're on their way to be. Yeah. Devotion, man. Uh, now that my kids are 10 and 13, <clears throat> I, I'm a huge believer in practice daily attendance, no matter what. So get really good at one thing. Like I, I believe like if I had my way, I would have my son and he'd be boxing and doing jujitsu every single day, whether he likes Dude, it or not. Dude, my buddy's and, son was yeah. like all over the place. He's now in boxing and jujitsu. I go, Dude, you couldn't pick two 
better arts to work it, on. I, I make my son, my son and I train like no matter what. And then I have that. And then my daughter, um, you know, I have her taking tennis lessons and she does it in a group. And man, I'm telling you, you know, and, and she comes and works. Why out can't with, you? She comes she, and works are out. you teaching your daughter boxing? I teach my daughter boxing. I teach my son boxing and I teach, um, but my daughter is getting really good at tennis. She's, she's got way better athlete than I am. She's got her mom's athleticism. She's tall and strong. And so, but I, there's nothing I enjoy more. There's nothing I like more than watching my children develop and grow and develop confidence and learn. I like teaching them how to learn. Learning how to learn is what we should really be teaching first. There is an art to learning. There is an art to learning. And the way you learn to learn is by getting really good at one thing. That's why I'm a huge believer. I, young men come up to me and they, they, they're lost. That sounds say, what do so I do? creepy, I'm doesn't it, dude? Yes. Yeah. Young men come up to me lost. When Where young, are you, when young, buddy? When young, smooth, beautiful men come up to me. <laughs> but when <laughs> young men usually come, you know, because they, they, young dudes are usually, they go, they look at an older dude and they, who's a little bit successful and they might yeah, ask you a question. And, and but, a towel. But, but it doesn't have to be young men. I believe this is for men and women. You know, I believe this for anybody. Um, you you will find a great deal of answers getting good at one thing. So I don't care if it's guitar. I don't care if it's jujitsu every day. I don't care if it's boxing. Go to that gym, figure out a way to learn a language. Boxing's a language. Jiu-jitsu is a language. Guitar is a language. If you get really good at that language, if you if you actually set a goal to get your black belt in jujitsu, to learn 25 songs in the guitar, to be able to read the newspaper in Spanish, whatever it might be, what will happen is you will understand that daily attendance to something, stand up, whatever it might be, daily attendance, showing up every day and doing that routine no matter fucking what. It'll be consistent. If Rogan, once he picks up the, a bow and arrow, that guy's going to practice every single day no matter what until he's one of the best. I don't know the how the guy has enough time. Because he makes his life, he, he, he organizes his life in such a way that no matter what, that's what he's going to do. So he decides I'm, I'm going to do, I want to be really good at podcasting. Well, guess what? He never misses a podcast for 15 years. He doesn't get up from the chair for three hours. He makes sure he's empty. He makes sure he's got his alpha brain. He makes sure that no matter what he is consistent and ready he to have a conversation. So the discipline, and it's not about hard work. It's about consistency. It's about showing smart, up every day. And, and I know great writers who talk about that stuff. It's, it's, it, it, it's a really important concept. And so you will find a great deal of answers if you just choose one thing. The answers lie because if you get a black belt in jujitsu, if you get yeah. competitive in jujitsu, just as an example or whatever, you're going to essentially um, learn how to apply the process to anything. I the process of that. learning to anything. And that's And you to just have to kids. understand that you are going to go through it. Yeah. That there's going to be times struggle that it's not going to be easy. Right. And anything mm. that is easy is is probably the first exit off the highway, dude. Yeah. Look, guys, I use Babbel. I do use Babbel. B-A-B-B-E-L. I actually use it. It's on my phone. That's how I practice my French. You only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson. And I always say to people, if you want to get good at something, learn a language. Learn a language. Learning a language opens up your whole world. People are, oh, I'm, I'm sad. I don't have dates. Learn French. Learn Spanish. Learn, learn Italian. Go to Babel on your phone. No excuses. Then it'll open up a whole community. 
Yeah, go to go to Italy, go to France, save up your money, but know the language. Yeah, You'll get other married. languages learning apps, okay, use AI for their lessons plans. But Babbel lessons were created by over 150 language experts yes. and voiced by real native speakers, not computers. Yep. I listen to podcasts on there and, 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 and then they tell me what it says. There's so many ways to do it. I've had, personally, I've, I've used a lot of different language apps. This is by far the best. The Scientifically best. proven to be effective. You can choose between 14 languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German. Life is too short to learn German, in my opinion, it's too complicated, but that's, that's for me. But it's got speech recognition technology, helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. There's so many different ways to learn. You get a 20-day money-back guarantee. You're not gonna do it. 20 days? But you, you're not gonna get your money. That's you're not gonna ask for your money back. It's too good. You'll see. I'm You'll just telling ask. you. Get 55% off your subscription, which I wish I'd had, when you go to babbel.com slash CSC for Conspiracy Social Club, that's babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash CSC, up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. See Live your life. Live your life. In another language. In another language. Um, I want to switch gears now to the fact that you call Fauci the Hitler of AIDS. I'm going to go piss while Anthony figures <sighs> out this camera. It's overheating. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to pee. So what but should we do? I turned on the air. Uh, do you want to give yeah. a couple minutes for it to like cool off? Yeah. While I fucking try to hold my pee. Are you, uh, do you follow sports at all? Just UFC and boxing. Dude, oh my God, let's go before you get into your stupid fire right, stuff. Ahead. Let's go. Ready? Whenever. Yeah. And we're back. Old men, welcome to Old Men Peeing, okay? Yeah. It's a new hot podcast where dudes after 45. Piss a lot, okay? <laughs> we break it down. Guys, I don't know if you know this, but this weekend, September 11th, we're not going to get into that either, but uh, we're going to... Dude, Evander Holyfield... Oh, yeah, he's fighting. He's uh, fighting. This is amazing. No, it just got even better. I know. Vitro Belford, and guess on an alternative cast, who is going to call the fight? Donald Trump and Donald Trump Jr. Donald Trump. Really? I, yes. Yeah, I think I'm going to... I. I almost because how much can tickets be what? for that fight? I will be watching that because I got to hear Donald Trump and Donald Trump Jr. call a fight. This is going to be how random and and by the way, by the way, if you're the if you're the pay per view people, how smart is that move? Because oh, it's face huge. It, Are you kidding it. me? Most people, I mean, Vitro Belfort versus Scott Oscar De La Hoya. Is an interesting yeah. kind of freak show, yeah. right? Yeah. But like Vitro Belfort versus Evander Holyfield is like This is really interesting because Vitor is a very good boxer. He's gonna be on all the sauce. It's but Evander's all a, the Evander's But Evander's gonna be on all the sauce too. Yeah, he is. He's he's in his fifties. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I, that's all I'm gonna say. I mean, I, v, have you seen Vitro Belfort? I mean, Vitor, like Vitor. What a yeah, that young. I don't want to say whatever because I want him to hear it and then he can kick my ass because that guy has that dynamite in his hand. Well, yeah, Vitor, Vitor, yeah, he's. That's why that Anderson Silva kick truly is amazing. I know because Belfort has like not like lights out fist. Like he connects with you, you like you you get knocked out. He's just one of those dudes. Yes. Does Trump know anything about boxing? I don't uh, know, but it's he, so brilliant and it's so matter. on brand, right? I love it. That's so. This reminds me of you guys. Remember that uh, claymation celebrity death match? Yeah. On MTV. That's yeah. What this is. 
Yeah. That's what they're doing with all these. Like, he Paul was a shit. very good boxer. Vitor tried out for the uh, Brazilian Olympic team. I think. Well, here's the, here's the issue. This starts to become the oversaturation of what all this stuff was. And now it's all been freak show, but this is the freakiest of all the freak shows. Yeah. Right? Yep. It's it, they're two, you know, veteran fighters. Vitor's been fighting. Veteran for a is long a very time. interesting term, but D- Donald Trump talking about it, I mean, is like they just went from selling no pay per views to selling all the pay per views. Yes, correct. Right? You are correct. I wonder how much. I want to see. I would have liked to have seen Oscar de la, de la Hoya fight uh, Vitor. Oscar de la Hoya is one of the greatest boxers to ever live. And say what you will about that dude. He fought all comers. All and, comers. And, and in the 12th round would get up on his toes and was just as bad an that. Just incredible cardio. When he fought Pernell Whitaker and you saw how good Pernell Whitaker was, that was another thing. But Whitaker Oscar was De La Hoya was a amazing. bad motherfucker, man. He was a bad motherfucker. He went down against Manny Pacquiao. He went down against uh, Bernard Hopkins. But that, there's no there's no shame in that. He took all comers. A true fighter, a true champion, and one of the greatest boxers to ever step in the ring. De La Hoya is is Mexican Mexican American. That's I don't know why Mexicans are so fucking tough. But you want you will be hard pressed to find a tougher group of people. I don't I don't I, maybe it's a mixture of of Aztec, Mayan, and and Spanish. And and just I don't know, but but if you're if you're if you're standing across the ring from uh, from a Mexican fighter, pack a fucking lunch. Yeah, because my my guess is you're going to be in for it. And I think also like hunger, like I don't know if it's any ethnic group, you know, because you look at Hawaiians, Samoans, yeah, Irish, yeah, the Irish, black, too. the you Irish know, don't give sit a, down. An Irish guy and a Mexican guy. There's something about the determination, or Mexican woman or Irish woman. There's something the determination. There's something about that culture. Dude, Mexican chicks are coming up in combat sports, dude. Fuck yeah, you watch they them are. in like UFC. Are you kidding? There's some great Mexican female Mexican and fighters no in the UFC. There's no quit. How about Brandon there's no Moreno? Quit. What? Yeah, dude. Brandon, Brandon Marino. Look, look, they 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 are there is a work ethic maybe there. There is a um there is a fighting spirit. There's no there's no whining. I you know, a lot of times in like George Lopez talks about this shit. And 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 there's something about that. So my friend is a child psychologist. It makes a lot of money in Los Angeles with people who want to send their children to a child specialist, okay? A child psychologist, yes. a child development specialist. Yeah. And there's an industry around yeah. this. I, I, I know about Respect. this. There's an industry around Respect. the fact that your child might have a learning disability or ADHD yeah. or emotional issues, yeah. okay? And they'll, they'll, there's, and you're gonna spend $40,000 a year fixing your child. And, and go to Malibu, go to Malibu High School, and do you t- take a survey of how many of those really wealthy kids are in therapy and have had all kinds of development things. Maybe, uh, that's cool, great. There's a whole industry in LA. You go down to Miami, she was gonna move to Miami. The problem in Miami is she was like, I, I can't get work because they just fucking smack their kids in the line. And not in a bad way, they, but like, you're not gonna probably find a lot of kids in a Mexican family, which is a big tight group, that are going to be where they're going to spend a lot of money on child psychologists and development. They're going to be like, hey, motherfucker, get to work, get good grades, join the team, make the team, shut the fuck up. I got to go to work. You got to go to work. And life's a bitch. But (laughs) stop being, you're not going to get a lot of like, 
you're not going to get a lot of sympathy. It's not. I don't notice a lot of whiners in that community. Well, well you know what, dude? It's also uh, unless it's so funny. Like some there's some really great Latino comedians who do great oh, George characters. George right? talks about they're great characters on Instagram and YouTube. Yeah. And one guy does emo Mexican. Like, and it's so funny. Because I always say Mexicans, Latinos, are kind of, in a way, what white people are like, first generation, second generation. By the fourth or fifth generation, they're lazy fogs, playing video games, listen to Slayer, right? Well, money, money does that too. too. Well, you know, and if you kind of take a look at movies, right? Yeah. If you look at, like, urban movies, ethnic movies, versus, like, white people movies, right? Yeah. Like. Like, you know, like, we're doing, like, um, uh, what, like, a fucking, what is that, what is that uh, Leo DiCaprio movie where it's, like, the cities are flipping over? Uh, Inception. What, Inception. Inception. Like, white people are doing Inception. Everyone's like, what's this movie about? And then, like, like, like Chris Rock did jokes about, like, black people movies about barbecues and car washes, right? Like, yeah. how, like, the simple interactions between people, which is, you see in stand-up comedy. All right, can we talk about Fauci? Because getting the Fauci and what I mean, because Brian, I, 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 I kind, honestly, dude, yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. We have about I don't know, like 15, 20 minutes left in this podcast, yeah. and to be honest with you, you haven't shit the bed yet. And now with twenty minutes left, you're gonna be like every time the Buffalo Bills were in the Super Bowl yeah. and they'd go into the halftime yeah. with a giant lead, yeah. and somehow they'd be like, "Okay, guys, how are we gonna fuck this up?" Yeah. Well, I want to talk about you. You you've always many times on this show, at least a hundred, called Fauci the Hitler of AIDS. Bingo. Right. Now, having lived through that AIDS epidemic, having followed it, what does that mean? Having, what was that? Bareback and open and praying. Being in New York, uh, uh, living. Close we call to, that bareback and praying. Being in New York, living close to people, watching people die, uh, seeing what that AIDS epidemic really did to people, and then watching more importantly, people who had AIDS who were dying, who sold all their stuff then start taking protease inhibitors and now AIDS is something that you live a full healthy life with and you take two pills. So can you stop so, real quick? One so second. first of all I saw with, stop one second. Yeah. Do you find it weird that in California they're starting to try to do a vaccine mandate, but in California you also don't have to tell somebody you have HIV. Uh, that's fine, but let me just finish this. No it's not fine. That's weird, let right? Me just, let me finish this point. And that's not against I have a lot of gay friends who got let me hits. let me finish this point. So I, I saw with my own eyes, and I saw many, many gay men go through a war, and, yeah. and m many, many die okay. in a very undignified way. Okay. Um, thanks to uh, produce inhibitors and, and yes, big pharma uh, and, and great scientists, uh, AIDS now is something, and I, another, again, I know somebody came down with it, and the doctor said, you, you would die, you're better off having this than diabetes because we can, you're going to be fine, and you're going to die of something else. It's kind of amazing. Okay. Um, AZT at the time was a failed cancer drug. Yeah. And I remember this very well. Yeah. Um, and people started taking it. It I'm has listening. massive toxicity issues. I'm listening. And I want to say this about about AZT. Um, AZT was pushed by, people think it was pushed by Fauci and scientists, which is the biggest bunch of horseshit in the world. You're just... In fact, AZT was pushed by activists because it was the only thing that they had. And they knew. Very early on, That's people gross. who were taking it, Sam, people who were taking it, like people I knew, knew how awful it was. Yes. And they were so desperate. Yeah. And at the time, when I hear armchair quarterbacks criticizing Fauci and the NIH and the scientific community for how they handled the AIDS crisis, it makes it, it, it just 
cracks me up because they are they are just so fucking out of the loop in terms of how desperate people were and how strong the activist community of people who are actively dying, Brian. actively dying, Sam, who who who, yeah, who were Brian. doing everything they could yeah. to find treatment, Sam. Right. And guess what, Sam? Yeah, Brian. Guess what? Big Pharma what? and yeah. produce inhibitors made it a reality. You don't die from it anymore. Yeah. But the idea that AZT yeah. and that Fauci was pushing it, yeah. and yeah, pharmaceutical companies made a lot of money, Sam. Yeah, Brian. But at the time, yeah. it was, everybody was dying. Brian, and we they didn't literally have took it off the fucking market yeah. because it was killing I people. I know that. And they had so this drug are you saying, Fauci, what are because you saying about Fauci was part of the people. Brian, I literally have talked to fucking doctors yeah. who were involved in the whole process that said Fauci killed study after study after study after He's study. Brian, Brian, the guy who invented the PCR test that's what he does. called out that's fucking Fauci because Sam. the fucking, there was no data that proved what Fauci was pushing. Sam. And that's a fact, Sam, Brian. Sam, Sam. What I'm trying to say is this. At the time, there was massive pressure, massive pressure on scientists and on the NIH by the gay community that was dying, dying, Brian, to keep just, AZT you're, you're on the market. Now, now hold on, I'm not. You I'm are, not. Brian. And you AZT are. was taken off because it. what happened was, dude, that, yeah. that the pharmaceutical companies realized it was toxic. So when you say that Fauci was pushing AZT, at the time- Why? What point did they realize they it was toxic, Brian? They knew right away, dude. When? Right away. When, though? The same way they- No, 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 no. When did they realize ATC was six, eighty-seven? Before eight, right? They they shelved it because it was killing cancer yeah, but patients. Dude, but dude, it was it was it was the only thing that showed maybe some promise at the time. And what I'm saying is that in that situation, when you're but in a Brian, war and you're you're trying Brian, to do whatever you can, people were doing whatever they could. They stopped looking for alternatives. You see it they right now. Stop. They didn't stop. Brian, they did they, too. That's so hilarious. Brian, Sam, thank you for that. On. This is a fucking long process. And so AZT, which was toxic, yes. which they knew right away because gay men were dying of it. At the same time, it was the only hope they had. So it was the only hope they had. So I it's do think true. that pharmaceutical companies made a lot of money off AZT, but I don't think it was this ha 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 evil thing. What yeah. it was was all we got is this. Let's try it. So, and they were throwing so, things at it. So there's a book called Behold the Pale Horse. It's by a gentleman named Bill Cooper who went very high up in the Navy intelligence. He had what they call Q, Q intelligence level, okay? He got very high. Yeah. Right? So he says. So he says. You are so interested. It's so interesting, Brian, how like you, like, you no, are you so on one side <laughs> of the it, it, like it, like the people are constantly on the wrong side of history. You trust them that I don't things trust didn't them. work out. I don't out. trust them. I think that their the bureaucracy of the end of the FDA. Bill the Cooper NIH, was literally assassinated by the U.S. government, dude. Well, bullshit. But, oh, but, Brian, but here's the thing, Brian. Who's Bill Cooper? Stop. The U.S. Who's government. Cooper, the U.S. government Brian? doesn't kill its Brian? own citizens Who is in the United Bill States. Bill Cooper. I have no idea. And so how do you know whether he's assassinated? Because or not? the United States, I don't believe that. 
the United States, like the CIA, uh, assassinates its own citizens what? unless they are unless they are in in the case, and it would made news unless they are an Islamic cleric living oh, in Yemen, oh, Brian, calling for Brian, the please destruction do me of the United a favor. States. Do not read the comment section. Yeah. So listen. So right. here's what I want to say, Brian. Okay. So it has now been released by the Intercept of a bunch of like 900 page documents yeah which basically proved dr fauci lied about the funding even more than he got caught before right okay dr fauci is a fucking pathological liar scumbag jesuit liar do you know what i think he is yeah i think that fauci is a government bureaucrat and his biggest I think his biggest crime, and if you listen to him with the AZT stuff about how how you can, uh, I remember when I remember this very well. Oh when, my god, when babies, uh, babies could get yeah, it. yeah. When you can, when casual yeah, co- wait, somebody's hand. When 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 casual contact was scared all of us, right? I think, and and Rand Paul just said it about Fauci. Fauci is such a cautious Scumbag. motherfucker. He's so cautious. And the question becomes, do you give a public health bureaucrat that much power? That's a good question. What I'm saying about- Brian, you would be like, listen. So wait, Dracula has a rare blood disorder. Hold on. Okay. No, no. He just has a weird drug. No, no. And he doesn't want to do this. But what do we do when a man can't survive without the blood of virgins? Do we let them die? That is that is big pharmaceuticals. Fauci does big not drink the blood okay. of virgins, dude. You're just unbelievable. Are you saying bro? Fauci's a vampire? Brian, you always try to find the fucking good. The, it's not the, the good positive side of scumbag. It's, it's not. It's not the positive side. That's the name of this uh, uh, ep- no, no, no. episode. Positive side. No, of scumbags. I'm just saying it's not a conspiracy. I think I'm saying it's inept bureauc- bureaucratic. Brian, like they're dummies. Brian, right? that's what I think. But wait. So this gain of function research. Yeah. Right now. Now, you and I are not scientists. And I keep hearing the media say gain of function research. Yeah. And they're like, did you do gain of function research? Okay. Which is making viruses more lethal and, yes. and, and putting them into animal hosts. Yes. Yeah. Now, we're all like, that's terrible. And that might be very well, I believe. I yeah. can believe yeah. that the, the coronavirus yeah. may have been uh, a product yes. of that. Okay. Now, we know that the NIH gave grants to Eco. Uh, eco, yeah, eco something lab? like that. Yeah. Eco, uh, something like that. Eco, <laughs> what? Go on, beep that, Brian. Please beep that out. Um, so, so we know that he that 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 that's the case. Yeah, and I'm willing to believe that the NIH gave grants for gain of function research. Okay, we better be very careful, all of us. Yeah, about saying gain of. See, this is what bothers me. Okay, what, what bothers you, Brian? The politicians in the media make a lot of money saying yeah. gain of function research yeah. is evil or dangerous now hold on hold on we don't know you and i and nobody else who's talking the way we're all talking we don't know shit about the good side of gain of function research oh, okay meaning it might be that gain of function research what is, what, exists. Brian, Brian, real quick yeah. i want you to spitball yeah and listen pretend i'm your kids and you're okay. taking me to la la yeah. land that you used to take them for yeah and tell me about in you in brian's la la land yeah what are the positives of gain of function well so so i'm going to say this no idea because i'm not a scientist but okay. i will but i will but say no, this no no, no. no you I will, get I, to make no, but I, no but finn, like maybe but, we find out how to make unicorns sam slash finn my son who's 10 and you're that's where you are right now the finn slash sam you, you got to understand something 
gain-of-function research exists because I'm sure that there is a good scientific reason for it under very strict circumstances. Right. right? I don't now whether whether we're the, the real argument. I don't think is that gain-of-function research is evil because we leave, that, leave that to the science. You're not a scientist, dude. Shut the fuck up. How do you know, Brian? Finn, Finn you are not a scientist. Okay. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You're 10 years old, dude. Now shut up. If you shut up. You're yourself. not my real dad. Yeah, I am your dad. <laughs> Call me dad, Finn. Be quiet. I take boxing. Hey, I love you. Okay. I love you. We're going to work out today. I'm going to get my half hour in, but shut the fuck up okay. for a second because okay. here's what I want you to understand. Well, the weird guy that comes over when you're not here likes me more than you. Than <laughs> well, that's bad. That's my neighbor and I have to figure that out. Now, here's the thing. I don't know about gain of function research, but I want to be careful of not saying, no gain of function research. Maybe there's a very good scientific reason for it and we can find cures for our dangerous diseases okay. later on. We don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough about you don't it. Know. But let's be careful about it, right? So right. I, I don't want to demonize uh, scientific I procedure do. because you don't know and I don't know. What I do think we want to we want to focus on is are we working with Chinese labs and what are the safeguards? Okay. Is Brian, that fair? Is okay. that fair? We're gonna say we're gonna put aside, okay. What gain of function research, what the positives or negatives are, okay? Yeah. Yeah. But what we're finding out through many documents, emails, and all this stuff, yeah. that Dr. Fauci's department, through fucking backdoor fucking deals, funded a lab that created a virus, weaponized a virus that has caused the US government, US economy and world economy to shut down and usher in the beginnings of fascism. Okay, hold so on. So regardless good, of good, whatever it good. is. Okay, do you think that was done? Do you think doctor- It doesn't matter, okay. Brian, if All it's right. done. Brian, there's murder and there's manslaughter, right? Yes. Okay? Yeah. If you commit one or the other, you're doing time. Right. One is intentional. One is not intentional. Well, we're talking about both. Is I want, we're talking about conspiracies. No, though. Brian, we're not. There's no conspiracy at this moment. Oh, shit. Okay. I like that. Where's my bell? There's no Where's bell, bell? Ring, Brian. Hold on. I just want no, no, Brian, you didn't win anything. Brian, are you telling me that we're not dealing with a, uh, uh, a quote unquote COVID virus right now? Are you telling me that? Stop. Brian, <laughs> by the way, that's what it sounds like when you fucking finger blast your man pussy, by the way. Right that's Dude, what why, it sounds like. Why do you hey, always have to listen to Brian? Brian, go on Brian's OnlyFans and watch him work his man pussy real quick. Why do you always when, oh, oh, when you're arguing oh, with me why do you always oh, turn right me into in there my man pussy why when we're arguing Five you always watch me finger blast myself that's what Brian does patreon.com guys slash Brian Callen why do you always Brian, let's let's I turn my getting the viruses no viruses is there right now the you are we is the world dealing with a virus yes okay all right so yeah. that virus is out. Yes. And based on emails and based on fucking documents through back channels, Fauci's fucking department funded that stuff. Okay. Is right? It, yep. yes, yes or no? Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Manslaughter, murder, somebody dies. He needs to fucking step down. Okay, is it possible? Brian? I, I agree. That's fine. Thank you. Like we, oh! Oh! No, 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 no. no, don't do it. Don't winner, do it. Winner, winner, chicken. See? 
When I touch my, listen to the sound. This is Sam touching. I can do it. Let me show you. This is Brian touching. Ah, How do you do that? Okay. Why do you always turn me into a power bottom every time we're arguing, dude? Listen, listen. I'm the fairy godmother, and listen, Finn. Uh At the end of the day, what I'm saying is, I like that you're saying there's no conspiracy yet. Yes, that could be the case, Bubba. But at the end of the day, what I believe is that gain of function research. Uh, you know, it's also possible that Fauci, because they they grant so many grants, is it possible Fauci is like trying to cover his tracks because they grant, they do a lot of these grants and aren't aware of what's going to happen? You know what I mean? Like you're you're, Brian, you're giving a lot of thing, money. It doesn't matter. It's a big job, right? It doesn't matter, Brian. He funded a lab illegally and this virus whether you want to talk about what it really represents or not yeah has shut down the world and caused quote unquote a lot of deaths and fucking and is ushering in vaccine passports which is fascism yeah okay so with we know that this motherfucking shelf elf on a shelf needs to step down well do you see that jimmy kimmel on on his show said Anybody who's not vaccinated should be denied an ICU bed. Jimmy Kimmel said that yesterday. Yeah, really. You know what Jimmy Kimmel is? Disappointing. Compromised. I liked him too. That that was very. He's compromised, dude. And I've heard shady shit. And the only reason I don't say anything about Jimmy Kimmel because I love Don Barris and I would hate for Don Barris not to have a job. But Jimmy Kimmel. Has lost. I always liked him though. I always liked Kimmel. Seems Kimmel's like the best, but dude, yeah. listen, man. People think I'm it's crazy, but the Great Awakening is happening, and all are being exposed. I do think your your worry is well founded in the idea that being being forced to do anything like a vaccine passport, um, and I do think that listen, the thing- dude. I, I, mean, I tweeted this yesterday. Sorry to cut you off because yeah. I love you, but you know what, man? If we know that the mRNA vaccine. Okay, doesn't stop infection and does not stop transmission. So basically it comes down to, do I want to take this vaccine so the first time I get the coronavirus, I can de- I can manage the um, level of infection, okay? Which comes down to choice, which is no different does, does a woman want to take this baby to term? Does she want to do that? Do I want to allow the, do I want to fucking stop the level of infection, the severity? It's the same discussion. And these people on the left are fucking got their heads up their ass. Wonderful researchers that I love that call out the mainstream media, the the military industrial complex, the war machine, okay, the elites, the power, the politicians can't come to grips with the fact that fucking scientists can get bought and sold as well. And that's all I got to say about that, that. That's fair. That's fair. I think we covered a lot of bases here. I think I crushed. And dude, I owe you an apology for cutting you off right there. But I got super passionate. So I'm going to give you the last word. The last word is as follows. I do think that the FDA and the NIH and any government bureaucracy, when it gets big enough, is going to make decisions that have a ripple effect on the world. And the bigger question is that shouldn't be surprising to anybody. It's going to have good ripple effects. It's going to have bad ripple effects. The bigger issue is if, if, if the NIH's grant for gain-of-function research in the Wuhan lab caused this coronavirus outbreak. The, the, the real question is, are they covering their tracks? Is Fauci and his team 
covering up for that. If they are, it's not surprising. <laughs> it's not surprising because it would be a massive liability. I do think also that when it comes to vaccines and therapies, at the end of the day, uh, it does seem that we have to talk about degrees. It, it, it does seem that when you are vaccinated, yes, you could transmit. Yes, you could be a carrier. But apparently, if you are vaccinated and you get Delta, which is way less deadly, actually. Now it's like woo or moo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get to, apparently you are, you, you, you will, I think it's like 10 times less likely to die of the virus. So it is protective. And the question is, you probably less contagious. You're probably less contagious, I think, and 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 less apt to carry Not it true. when you have a vaccine. I don't know if that's true, but that could be it's the not. case. So I do. I am pro vaccine uh, overall, and uh, but I do think that the large balancing act here is: Are you going to treat the unvaccinated like second class citizens? And I do think that if history shows and proves proves anything that is a very possible a big possibility and it's very dangerous so i think that that's that's a larger question it's just a balancing act in society man it's a fucking balancing act and i i get the passion on both sides i get the passion on both sides so for me i never think of it as a conspiracy i think of it more as is inept bureaucracy and it shouldn't be surprising that people who make bad decisions try to cover their tracks and and it very well be could be that in fauci's mind he knows that maybe he made a mistake and is now doing everything he can to try to cover his tracks but hey like 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 government always happens somebody finds the truth like there there are a lot of forces on the other side pushing against you and they'll release 900 pages of documents and the truth comes out somehow the question is this, is the mainstream media that leans left willing to cover it or open it? Go ahead. I'm giving you the light. Wrap it up. That was too much. Yeah. I talked too long. <laughs> I got to go. I love you guys. I'll see you in Buffalo. When people ask, is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They, they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken snake gods and the Anunnaki and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, aka Deep Waters, Deep Waters, Deep Waters. Deep Waters.